We're now more than two weeks into the season of Lent, a very important time for Christians. Lent begins with Ash Wednesday, which fell on the 1st of March this year, and it runs all the way up to Easter. So what's it all about? Is David Rutledge to please explain. Please explain. Lent is a season of reflection and repentance. People give up things for Lent, traditionally eating meat, but it could be anything, as long as you feel the lack of it. At Ash Wednesday church services, Christians will often have the sign of the cross drawn on their foreheads in ash to remind them of their sinful nature and their mortality, to dust we shall all return. And I have to admit, as an enthusiastic participant in good old Aussie secular hedonism, I find this sort of thing difficult to get my head around. So this week I sat down with a group of young Catholics and lent them my ears. Lent is a time of prayer, fasting and almsgiving. So we try to pray more uh, fasting, so we try and give up something, and almsgiving, so we try and give to the poor, love our neighbour in real concrete ways. When we give up things, we remind ourselves that we're not here just for ourselves, we're supposed to be here to, you know, glorify God and become one with God. I kind of like to liken Lent to footy pre-season, where you've got these 40 days of preparation to take on the field of Easter. Right? And if you put in the hours and hours of effort, of self-sacrifice, of self-discipline, of saying, yep, this is about conforming my spiritual aspect, my will, conforming myself to a set of principles, you know, to, to play well in sport and to, and to live well uh, as, a, as a Catholic or a Christian. I guess as a society, we don't do repentance very well. We don't even really do reflection very well. So at a time like Lent, to what extent does that make you feel like you're really out of step with the mainstream? I don't feel out of step during Lent, um, but it does allow me a time to reflect on my life. So, for instance, this Lent I've given up alcohol. I realised like I was using alcohol to relax after work, have a glass of wine. So I didn't think it would be that hard. But the other day, my husband and I were going to Melbourne and he's got access to the Virgin Lounge because he flies a lot. And our flight was delayed and the red wine was just staring at me for free in the Virgin Lounge. And that, that week's gospel readings was about Christ being tempted by the devil in the desert. And I know it sounds quite bizarre, but... I had a real Jesus moment, like, <laughs> in the Virgin Lounge at Sydney Airport, going, no, God, I'm, I'm offering this up for you. And, yeah, so it was a time for me personally to, like, reflect on my own faith and my own relationship with Christ and something that I was, you know, using, regu you know, regularly, just saying, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to offer that up as a prayer for my own spiritual journey. I'm also doing the alcohol purge. I'm Irish, so, you know, that's, that's often a wonderful struggle for all of us. I am trying to give up social media <laughs> so yeah. sometimes I find that I automatically you know when I'm just not thinking I do sort of get onto my phone oops, and find uh, myself oops. on Facebook oops so it is it's really challenging actually because it I've, I've realized how much I am dependent on it I've turned my phone onto silent and I won't be interrupted unless someone calls me which is quite rare because everyone text messages and Facebook messages Sometimes my pocket feels like it's vibrating, but it didn't. So I'm very attached to McDonald's. <laughs> so any McDonald's I see, I have to buy something, even like a self-serve cone. Um, so I've given up fast food. I've given up 
soft drinks and orange juice and alcohol. So I've only been drinking water and I love tea too. So I've given up tea. I've also given up chocolate and ice cream. Something that I've come to know in my faith is that shame is one of the biggest things that prevents us from repairing our relationship with God. So when, when we repent, it's not just about having the strength to share our sins, but it's being able to say, look, the reason why he wants to hear it is so that he can take it away from us. And the biggest barrier for me has always been letting that feeling of guilt and shame and carrying the burden to be taken away. So I've chosen to give up shame. We're in a spiritual battle and the devil tries to um, tempt us in ways, distract us by social media, by movies, by all these things. So Lent is a time to say it's kind of your spirit and your mind telling the body that the mind is in control. Uh, so the scriptures say, the St. Paul I think says, my spirit is willing but the flesh is weak. And so Lent is a way to say, no, actually, body, my mind is in control, my spirit's in control, and that's not to say that the body is bad, but they're in unison. <laughs> so Lent's a great time for that. It was David Rutledge's report on Lent. Christina, for people who don't understand Lent, how important is it? Bigger than Christmas? Yes, it is. Uh, Lent and Easter, because the two can't be separated. It's about a preparation for what really is the biggest Christian event. Yes, the birth of Christ is an important event for Christians, but the death and resurrection of Jesus dying on the cross and rising from the dead, that is what sits at the heart of Christianity. It's our end, God forbid, we're with Christina Keneally, Monica Dumit. Another burning issue up next. <laughs> <laughs>